0: everybody welcome to joe's mini bike reunion podcast we are i don't know let's see we're cruising in season five i think it's episode 10 or 12 somewhere around there we'll figure it out what is it eight look at that thanks e this episode of joe's mini bike reunion is brought to you by our friends at pioneer you know pioneer is the global leader in car electronics and they're proud supporters of automotive events and mini bike events like joe's mini bike reunion No matter what you drive, Pioneer has the gear to upgrade your ride, so it sounds better. You can connect it to the latest technology like Bluetooth, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and new for 2020 Amazon Alexa. Remember, don't break up with your car, upgrade it. Learn more from our friends at pioneerelectronics.com. Hey everybody, it's great to be back. Good to see you. We've got a great podcast in store for you tonight. I want to give a shout out to some of the other guys that make this event happen and our podcast tick. I'd like to give a shout out to our friends at Go Kart USA, as well as our friends at gopowersports.com, as well as our good pals over at Studs Racing. Give a shout out to the guys at Studs Racing. I got a couple packages from them recently. I've got my Temecula Bob little micro bike. we're putting together we needed a longer jack shaft so eric hooked me up i also purchased my little power products two stroke from them all two and a half horsepower of that so uh, i'm gonna take on welding on those little tabs for the jack shaft sometime this week it's been hot here uh it's been hot and our lineup for tonight is hot as well we've got uh, bobby hammond out of oklahoma and Bobby's going to uh, bring us up to speed on what's happening with uh, all the good things that he's got happening. We've got friends up in uh, Northern California, Nick Herbert, and then we also have Randy Keats in Michigan. So we're kind of sc- uh, scanning the U.S. and giving you guys a little bit of dose of what's happening from some perspectives outside of SoCal. I want to give a couple of shout outs uh, to some folks that uh, have helped recently as i said it's been um, it's been one of those times here where the temperatures around southern california have been like 118 and we are we're just dealing with it like everybody else there's a bobcat fire that's adjacent to the southern california area that me and emmanuel and probably many of you that are listening we live here and we can smell it and you can taste it and you can see it on your car uh, in northern california uh, excuse me northern california we have uh, issues with this el dorado fire And in Central California, where our good buddies from CB Minis, my man Ian and everybody else out there, hopefully they're doing well. Um, That fire near Mammoth, it's just been all over the place. So we're just getting through it. The hot heat, the hot temperatures, the hot fire, and uh, the hot lineup for tonight, as we talked about. You know, we did a a segment called Garage Tours for our last podcast, and we, we had a pretty good response to it. The concept simply is to allow you guys a chance to get up close and personal with some of the cooler personalities. And as a result, see some of the coolest bikes and whether they're customs or vintage. And we've got them in all, excuse me, all different ranges this evening for you. So you have a chance to see everything from custom drag bikes up to some vintage collectibles. And we'll jump right into that uh, shortly. I just wanted to uh, also talk about the fact that there seems to be an uptick with folks getting into our hobby. In fact, I've even seen an uptick with a number of folks that have recently come on board and either liked the podcast or liked the Facebook page. And, you know, we, by design, we started to do some things differently for the podcast. Like we stopped giving shit away. I still have a garage full of stuff to give away, but it was kind of, it was a, it was a little experiment that I did when um, just something that I, I just wanted to figure out who was listening and why. So, uh, You know, we've got a pretty pure audience of folks that are listening, not just for a promo or for some giveaway, and we like that. And we're going to give you guys what you want, which is more of these cool mini bikes that are out there. Uh, We've got uh, a good group that's in store uh, for you guys tonight, as I talked about. Uh, This weekend, I was hoping I could catch up with Evil Ed. Evil Ed was going to drop by, and we were going to put on the uh, new uh, carburetor for that four-horse Tecumseh for the Barris bike as well as uh, adjust the rear brake and hopefully put a, a seal of evil Ed approval on it and get that thing done. Those of you who've been listening to the podcast, it may have been following along with that project that's been ongoing and we're hopeful to get that out to Georgie pretty soon. Uh, Ed's been showing some of his cool Bonanza bikes recently on social media and Facebook page. I invite you guys to check those out. Uh, he has some, not only of the truly a more, more original Bonanzas that were built, but he's uh, dialed them up in a way that only evil Ed could. He's been having a good time with the two strokes. Um, I talked about the uptick in the interest, you know, even Emmanuel, I was joking with him earlier in the podcast, him and I were talking and he he, he prefaced and asked if he could ask me a question. So I knew I was in trouble. I thought it was going to be something about, I don't know. I didn't think it was going to be about mini bikes. So he he did ask, and he asked about what I thought about him getting a Ruckus. And I thought that he could use something a little bit more substantial. I remember when I bought my Ruckus, it was a 50cc anemic, small little cool bike to go to the grocery store. Knowing that he probably wanted to use it to get back and forth to work, and he's a larger dude, I suggested that he take a look at some twist and goes. And we started looking at some of the current scooters that are out there. And there's some cool ones out there. There's some cool Honda scooters out there. Uh, I think it's the ADR, ADT 150. I posted on the Facebook page. Uh, Yamaha has a a cool selection of bikes Uh, and they range from 50cc up to these, you know, Yamaha modified drag bikes like my buddy Johnny uh, here in Tahunga that race those bikes at Barona. Those those bikes scream those scooters and they're twisting goes. There's no shifting. So Emmanuel started thinking about, you know, maybe uh, getting into the hobby, which would be really cool because he could ride with us on Friday nights where all the groms and all the ruckus and all the scooters and even full-size bikes sometimes and occasionally join us. And I'd love to have him on board. So E, whenever you're ready to go bounce over there and take some test rides, that'll be cool to bring you in. Um, Let's do this. Uh, If you're new to the hobby, many of you may... Although you're interested, maybe maybe you've never had a bike, maybe you've just been following along. You can get a scooter, you can get you can get a pretty simple scooter, uh, and you can get it if you're young or old, and you can get it in different horsepower, excuse me, cubic inch sizes from 50cc to 300ccs. Uh, guy or gal, uh, I recently had my hands on a scooter for the first time, and it was pretty basic stuff, right? Change a spark plug change an oil, change a fuel filter, change an air filter, tighten up some bolts, fix up some holes, right? Just basic stuff. And I did it for a friend of my daughter's. And she's a young gal and she's fearless and she's taking on the world and she rides a scooter, you know, and it was nice to be able to not only get that scooter just maintained. It was really in great shape. It's one of those GY6 engines. Those things are friggin' bulletproof, right? They run forever. But it needed a little bit, like it had little oil. Uh, the spark plug was loose. Uh, somebody recently had changed the air filter, but the fuel filter was cloggy. Um, the hose, my buddy um, Ernesto, who happens to know uh, Nicole's friend, the, the owner of scooter, or excuse me, the scooter's owner Carly, he came over and he helped out, and we realized that um, the uh, the air hose to the air filter was not connected. So it was a lot of little things that we were able to just do. And when she picked it up, she says it ran great. And it took like a day or two just off and on. It was easy to do. It was fun. So if you're interested, and because we do have gals that watch, we have young folks that watch. uh, Scooters are a good entry way into getting into the mini bike scene. So enough of that. All right. So we did this uh, little tour uh, called Garage Tours. And uh, we're going to start off with uh, a gentleman that uh, is in Oklahoma. He is a guy that was I think he suggested to me by Sam Blackburn. Uh, Sam had suggested that we get with Bobby. Bobby has a shop called metal fabrications. That's right. Fab creations. It's in Oklahoma city. Uh, in fact, I mentioned Sam Blackburn, both him and Eric from studs. Hopefully will be joining us on an upcoming segment of garage tours together. Cause it's going to be easy for them to get all their bikes in one location. So we'll be able to get a, a, a up close and personal on what's happening with the guys over at studs and with um, Sam Blackburn. So that'll be cool. Now, Bobby's got a pension for, from what I can tell, drag bikes and cruisers. Uh, he's big into swing arms, he put a swing arm on you. In fact, why, don't hang around him too long. Cause he may bolt a friggin' swing arm on you. Um, he's got uh, he's a cool guy cause he's got dogs, right? Uh, Scooby in Dallas. I was checking out some of his posts and he's got some four by fours that he's building and he's building mini bikes, like literally frame up bikes. He's a fan of predators. He's a fan of uh, a telecines. I'm not going to give him too much shit, but he owned like a Plymouth laser. Uh, I'm an a body (laughs) duster guy. So I'll give him a little bit of a break, but how about a nice JMBR podcast? Welcome for tonight's first garage tour guest. Bobby, not Robert Hammond. Bobby, welcome to the podcast. How are you, brother?
1: Thank you, sir. I'm good.
0: How are you? I'm going to be like your mother. Get your hands out of your pockets. You're in front of people. All right. So, Bobby. (laughs) So, tell folks a little bit about you. You You come with good credentials based on what I hear from some pretty heavy hitters in the industry. I mentioned Sam and Eric. For those folks who may not have had a chance to know a little bit about you, why don't you fill us in?
1: Oh, I've always loved building things. My dad taught me a lot, but I took it to the next level, teaching myself, going on YouTube, learning a lot. Uh, started out building a go-kart that was the most ghetto thing you could ride, but it was so fun. So I just kept going, upgrading, and eventually just wanted to build my own friend. So I sold one of my toys and I bought my JD square bender so I could start bending up some frames and I haven't looked back since I got I have plans for much larger things so this is just the beginning for me and
0: I have big plans. Bobby do you have anybody uh, that uh, helps around the shop when you're uh, you need an extra hand or maybe you need somebody to find that uh, half inch bolt that rolled out of your reach.
1: I love working by by myself in my little garage, but I mean, sometimes kids come by and they like to mess around and look at what I'm building and some bring their mini bikes by and I like to help them with it. And if I can, or give them some parts or something like that, I just enjoy doing it. And if I can make a career out of it, why not?
0: So if folks are maybe uh, after they have a chance to take a look at what's behind you. If folks are interested in maybe talking about having you build a Bobby Hammond bike from scratch, maybe, um, offer some other services that you may have there. Uh, we'll give you an opportunity to let them figure out how they can get a hold of you. Why don't we, uh, why don't we jump right into the garage tour? So you say Mm -hmm. it's pretty much you and that's your garage at your home. What do you got there? Like about, uh, I don't know, is that like a 40 by 40 or a 50 by 50? What size garage space you got there?
1: It's less than 20 by 20. It's a little under 20. I couldn't fit my tubing from end to
0: end, so I had to put it up there. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, there you go. Well, you're a creative guy. So how many bikes you got that you're currently working on there? I see, like, is it, what is there a dozen bikes laying around there? I have four here, a uh, customer frame on my bench, and then a, a modified Warrior Baja Warrior over there. I need
1: to do some work too,
0: but okay. Why don't we do this? Why don't you start at uh, start at what you're most excited about? Start at your what you're really really excited about working on right now.
1: Uh, well, this one right here is a redesign of my second frame design on my website. Uh, it's wider for the wider slick, the eighteen by eight and a half drag slick um with a junior dragster 16 inch front and it's a west coast chopper i got that from zero error racing and what's uh, the what,
0: what is the plan with that bike bobby what, what is what's happening with that bike
1: this one right here is just for me to show and promote to sell right. on my website
0: and is that bike uh, finished I want to and, what'd you say that bike is it near finished uh
1: no i mean the frame itself is almost complete why don't you get a little bit closer
0: yeah so you still got some room to go but that would be an example of uh of one of your what your drag bikes yes sir live axle and the mirror there Yeah,
1: with adjustable height. Let's see if
0: I can get closer. Bobby, you're a a belt drive fan from a lot of the projects that I see. Can you swap over to the other side there and talk a little bit about the power plant there?
1: Yeah, I like the torque converters. Uh, This is a Polar Evolution Junior Dragster CBT. I got it in a trade. I traded a torque converter cage for it, which... I kind of stole it, so, and I couldn't turn that down. So, yeah, and it helps promote my builds and what you could build if you wanted to, if you had.
0: Because I, I got i have my. Do what? Well, I was going to ask you what kind of expected performance you have out of that power plant there when you get that bike dialed in.
1: I have no idea. I mean, it's the. 72 millimeter Tillotson with the ded billet head. Um, I have a few things done to it, but I don't know what to expect because I I don't build engines much. I build them some just to have a little bit more power. All right. But I've never really drag raced so, and I I enjoy building more than I like riding anyway. So
0: okay. So then would I you would you be more, more of like a, a, a would you classify yourself more than of a frame? builder and bike designer rather than an a a complete bike builder like if you're not into building engines who do you get most of your engine work done through
1: i do everything myself if i can Uh, eventually i do want to do machine work when i get a bigger shop i want to get mill and a lathe and other machining tools but right now you seem like you're on your way
0: I'm getting there. Uh, Let's go on to see your next bike. Let's see what what else you have in store. Let's move on. This one is a local
1: customer. It's a similar design, but he wanted the front tubes to connect to the the neck itself instead of the round frame connecting to the neck.
0: Yeah, he went with the the clip-on handlebars there with the same live axle. What kind of engine is he going to put on that bike?
1: This one's getting a oh what is it the, the a modified
2: predator
1: the maybe four, four, it's a force four forty the Duramax four forty he's putting on and he's gonna build it up and right. build a stroker for it uh, whose bike is so, that uh this is Michael Caudell is that it?
0: uh, easy even for you use, to say
1: huh I don't even know if that's the right
0: my how could you forget? Oh, what's Man, his no name? <laughs> hey, Bobby. Let's keep his going. Name okay. Is Michael. All right. We Just, we get the I, idea. We, we it's Michael. Good good <laughs> going, Michael. Let's go on to <laughs> yeah. something else. What's, he knows he knows who table? he is. Sure,
1: he does. Just uh, a the table, table is a customer bike. the The same as the drag bike I'm building for me, that the prototype. And this is the customer that originally requested this frame. It's the modified version of my second frame on my website. And I widened it and lowered the bottom area so it can be lowered to the ground with the big, fat drag slit. What size tire
0: do you think is going to fit underneath there, Bobby? Do what? I asked you, what size tire are you planning on putting behind there? I'm not
1: sure what he'll use. He'll either use the 16 by 8.5 by eight or a 18 by eight and a half by eight. So don't you tell
0: him what he's going to use if you're building the bike? Yeah, that's, I, I haven't really figured out
1: exactly what I'm going to use yet. He sent me the front wheel. It's a zero edge, uh, 16 inch drag wheel too.
0: Okay. And I'm just
1: trying to figure out what he wants,
0: should use to, to work on the spring. And what's the plan for that bike? Just a, a go fast drag bike?
1: I think it's going to have a Bagwell
0: power small block. Okay. Well, uh, when's your expected time of getting that thing done? You got a pretty busy dance card, I would assume.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I still have to build him a tank and make finalize the the prototype, so I can finish this one. And his his eight year old son's going to be racing it.
0: He's going to put an eight-year-old son on this bike?
1: Yes, sir. Okay.
0: You guys do things a little bit different out there. I would think maybe like an (laughs) 18-year-old He's not in Oklahoma. He's
1: in (laughs) North Carolina, I think, or maybe South Carolina. One of the Carolinas.
0: All right. We're going to leave that right out there. Let's see what else you got lurking (laughs) back there.
1: Well, this one is my muscle mini bike build. Oh, Uh, yeah.
0: That's cool. Tell us about that.
1: I keep stealing parts off of it <laughs> because parts are expensive, but I want to do some changes to it. So I stole the billet side cover, so I got to take this one off and paint it black to match.
0: So how how did uh, that start? I I see like some different things that make me want to think. Like it's got a little Motovox in it. That that long seat got me
1: thinking. I just like- wanted to build. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of cafe racer style with suspension with in the i like the seat and the tank to flow together i just started building and usually when i do i just design it as i go so yeah
0: get closer I it, kind of, it, do it you, you got to get closer first. to the bike so we can see some of the details like let's see the engine and let's see what you did with uh okay so talk about the engine what is it
1: it's a reverse mounted small block it's a bsp small block 200 cc
0: what kind I of horsepower? um
1: i don't even know It's probably around 10 maybe wow. <laughs> it's not it's not very fast it's just for cruising
0: okay so i do you, want to
1: put a bigger carb on it and maybe some more work but
0: um, let's take a look at what you've done in the rear there bobby you talked about the suspension and maybe you can move over and show us the other side too I oh, got a rear disc set up.
1: And my little custom tag I built. These are pocket bike wheels.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say they almost look like some of the wheels that we see on some of the groms and some of the um, uh, the mini motos.
1: The rear is a nine and the front to eight, which is I thought was weird size for
0: a nine. So
1: but it worked with this bike. Bobby, does that bike cover, does it fire up?
0: Can you fire that bike up?
1: Um I don't think it no, I don't even think I have oil in it. I got a rag in it right here, so <laughs> what do you have that you can fire up? Actually nothing.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, this well Bill Moon seat cover though. I just wanted to Yeah, yeah. Shout him out. Was, yeah, talk about that. He, I shaped the foam and built the pan, but I sent it to him and he worked his magic on it and came out. Exactly how I wanted it to. So
0: yeah, it's got, it, that, it's it's black got that, that it that cafe look to it with that nice red stitching.
1: Oh yeah, he did great. I, this this is my favorite build. It probably will be. I get people asking if I'll sell it. I'm like, money talks, but I don't know if I would be able to sell it. Hey, uh,
0: Bobby, did exactly you build Did you build that tank around the seat? I built the tank. Yeah, you, you built it, to, obviously, around the seat. Um, let's see I that. built
1: the tank first, and then I built the seat to fit it.
0: Oh, is that how you did it? Okay, thanks for clarifying that. I was curious about how you did that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, next time we have a chance to uh, get with you, we'll catch you at a time where you've got maybe one of those bikes that's fired up. Is there anything there that you want to show us before we let you go and um, have a chance to... See our buddy Randy Keats, who's going to be uh, showcasing some of his cool bikes, including some of his Little Indians and Rutmans, out of Michigan. This is another
1: one that I built. It's just a, been a long work in progress, but this is what I like. I think it's going to sell and help grow my Instagram. It's I call it a drift quad, and it has the 420 Predator with the 40 series torque converter. That's that's kind of kind of my baby because. It's blown me up on Instagram, and yeah. it's put my name out pretty good. Are you selling these, Bobby? I'm doing a pre-order right now on my website. Okay. So uh, let me to ask you something,
0: let, let, mm-hmm. if I
1: could. Uh, what does a pre-order mean? Well, someone can just order it, and once it's ready, I can send it to them. How much does that cost? to
0: pre-order one Right of
1: now, I'm doing a pre-order for 1,000 plus shipping for frame with axles. And how's
0: that going? Actually,
1: I have a couple sold, and people are waiting to get, to make sure it's done and if they like it. And I also made it where it'll fit a Predator big block or a small block. So very will have two different bolt patterns. I like very- to build stuff where people can, use whatever parts they want and then these are these these are really
0: more prototypes at this point right yes this one is and so is the drag bike well when you've got um your hands around that and you've got some units that people can uh, give you a credit card and have you put one in a box uh that's nice uh if we could help you with that let us know uh folks you've been talking to uh, bobby hammond out of uh oklahoma Bobby is the owner of Metal Fab Creations. See, you thought I was going to get that wrong, didn't you? Metal Fab <laughs> Creations. Uh, overall, a lot of people do. <laughs> I could see how they could, but very creative, just like you are. If you um have an opportunity, we'd love to see some of your uh your handiwork up close and personal at, at a future Joe's mini-bike reunion out here in California. Oh, yeah. That's that's
1: going to be in my plans for the future, for sure. I want to attend at least one.
0: Bobby, is there anyone that you would like to give a shout out to uh, before we uh, let you go?
1: I really like to give Sam Blackburn a shout out. He uh, suggested me being on here and that was awesome. And then you reached out to me. So I want to give a shout out to you, too, because you are a staple in the mini bike community and you're a big influence to a lot of people to to get into these fun toys to they're not just for kids they're for everyone so i really enjoy watching you and appreciate everything you do bobby and i tell you thank you here and jake mo built one of his bikes and i've ridden it so i want to get a shout out to him and and jake mo the top dog of them all so we all know that and he's a big influence in my building these and one of these days i'd like to meet him too
0: jake Moe is a uh, uh the, the pinnacle of uh our hobby not only from a representative oh, yeah. but from his work and obviously his influence your comments speak to that uh thank you for the kind words as well i was talking to gentleman that we hope to have on a future podcast, uh, including uh, this garage tour segment. And he is uh, another one of those guys that just an example of so many guys like you and Jake that are building some really cool bikes that are all being influenced by each other. And hopefully by having the chance to see a little bit about what you're doing through these garage tours, folks will know a little bit more about you, Bobby. So continued success sell a few bikes. I love what you're doing with those drift, drift quads. I love that name. Easy for me to say. Um, And uh, I'm sure Sam and um, Jake appreciate the shout out as well. And Colin Smith, I know I've seen him at uh, Joe's mini bike reunion. He's a, he's a friend of Ian Cordova's. We look forward to, Mm -hmm. um, to seeing Colin at an upcoming event and it's going to be happening. You know, we had to take a pass this year and uh, you know, let me, let me see something. Hold on. I got a little something for you, Bobby. Uh, you know, we didn't have the event. So we have a hat that oh, says, yeah. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, see you in 2021. And I'll be sure mm-hmm. to send you, as well as Randy and Nick, a hat as well. He doesn't wear hats for all the obvious reasons. So we, we ain't sending him mm-hmm. one. But here's the hats. So and if anybody wants to buy one, shameless promotion, 30 bucks shipped anywhere in the US, Joe at MotorMediaInc.com, PayPal. All right, Bobby, have a good one. We'll talk to you next time. He's Bobby hey, Hammond, folks. It. Check him out. If you're looking for a custom bike, you see what he's got going over there. He's in Oklahoma. If you're local, well, that's Texas, Arkansas, any of that Southern area, go check him out. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Bobby Hammond. All right, folks. So I want to give a couple of shout outs before we get on to our next guest. We're going to click the screen and Bobby's going to disappear just like magic. Uh, we've had the... Uh, We've had some really good support recently from uh, what it seems like the increase in our Facebook likes and our uh, our page likes. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Ernesto. I mentioned to him earlier. I ride with him on Friday night along with Bing and all my buddies from the Honda Grom lifestyle. He is a happier camper. Happier camper. So, you know, not all of us got the big bunny like Joe Petrelli where we can buy Airstreams, right? So those of us we got to meet halfway around twenty grand. Look, we know we're still an indulgence item at twenty grand, right? Unless you're talking about E, that's what he makes a month. All right. So there's a place called Happier Campers, and he's helping them out. He's he's on site. He's working with the marketing. You know, he, he's got a camper. He knows the camper deal. He's going to help these guys out, and so are we. So check him out, HappierCampers.com. I'm assuming right, E. They've got really cool lightweight easy to pull campers that like do it all. You know, this is the way to go now. You don't want to stay in some hotel room where you got to breathe in. Everybody else's God knows what. I don't want to go to no hotels now. I don't want to go on any airplanes. I don't, I don't want to go anywhere. I'll go in my RV though. And we went, me and Boom Boom, shout out to Boom Boom, love her. Her and I went to Utah. You saw the photos. RVing is good. It's good to reconnect with the family and your, the, the folks that you're with. So, check out Happier Camper. And a big shout out to my guys at Honda Gram uh, Lifestyle. Look forward to seeing those guys on Friday night. This last Friday night, we met up with uh, a bunch of cool guys. My buddy Ruben. Um, who else was out there? Mentioned Bing, Clint from Power Commanders, and my buddies Mike and all these other guys from Northern California who ride and drive these modified Honda Z50s. They stick built 190 engines in there. These things are like friggin' rockets. So they were all going down to San Diego for this dual event down at Barona. It was, a, it was a, a drag opportunity. And there was also a cruise around San Diego. Everybody went down to Mission Bay. They had a great time. My buddy Chris was out there, a few others, but uh, the guys from Northern California are also uh, a group of guys that come to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. So it was good to catch up with them. Also want to give a shout out to some of the guys that most recently came on board to the podcast. Uh, John Thomas, George Ackerman, Terry Stakes, uh, Brian Ekstrom, uh, Kyle Colleth, Shane Fuller, Dallas Guthrie, Justin Bett. Well, Justin's been around. Richard, David, Dave Darnell. Oh, these are some of the guys that most recently, uh, I think they came like top fans, whatever the hell that means. So thank you, as well as Sam Blackburn. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Chris Karak and Mike from the Texas Outlaw Mini Bike Gang. I think those guys are connecting and there's an upcoming ride that's happening there. I told Chris to lube his chain and do all the, the small stuff. Um, I think he's racing on dirt. It's his first time out there. He's a recent entry into the mini bike scene. I think we had a little bit to do with getting him back into it. So good luck, Chris. You're in good hands with the guys from Tomb. I want to give a shout out across the border to my buddy, Neil Kopman. Uh, Also a shout out to our local buddies, Dane Walton, Corona Irving. Uh, we mentioned Ian Cordova and the CB family. Hopefully you guys are doing well. In Arizona, Joe Petrella, my buddy, John Benet, uh, our friends at Little Bike Restorations, uh, my buddy, Brian and Al from LA, uh, as well as Jim Peterson. Jim was a guy that I mentioned who literally has hundreds of tacos, guys. I've, I've seen the photos. He knows Nick Herbert. He's in the Northern California area. I'm not gonna give you too, too much information because I don't think the guy wants to get besieged with calls about people wanting to buy his shit but if he wants to sell it you'll find out because we're going to have him on an upcoming edition of the podcast on garage tours so a shout out to james peterson look forward to having you on an upcoming segment and finally a huge shout out to um bob g of daytona um and how can i forget gay gay as well as my daughter nicole all right let's get on with the the garage tours Before we get to Nick Herbert, who's up patiently waiting for us as he's dodging the Eldorado fires, Uh, Nick has a slew of cool bikes that you'll want to check out, and he's been on on the scene for a long, long time. I think his name has come up often with Evil Ed, and you know when he's coming up with conversation with Evil Ed that he's in good company. Finally, a big shout-out to my main man, Hakimi. Looks like my man Hakimi's with us. Um, Hakimi holding things down for us in Saudi Arabia. Love you, Hakimi. Look forward to seeing you again. All right, let's go on. So, our next guy, Randy Keats. Randy Keats is a guy who's really into mini bikes. You'll see for, for yourself in a second. Uh, his name's always popping up on any mini bike site that you literally can have a chance to, to view. And I'm sure during this last six months, everybody's been looking at every possible mini bike site out there. And you'll see Randy. Uh, Randy's not only representing within the predictable internal social media sites. But he's also out there representing the mini bike scene in the car world. So if you maybe went to an indoor car show in Detroit or the local area, you know, hanging out there, you got it, is our man, Randy Keats. With all that, Randy, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, brother?
2: Good, good, good. How you yourself?
0: Well, we're doing good. Uh, before we get too heavy into all the cool things that you've got behind you, and I'm just looking at some frames and parts now. I know that's just the, That's just like the. That's like the, the hall where you take your boots off before you go in the house, right? Right, right. So, but before we get in that, Randy, uh, tell folks a little bit about yourself and maybe a little bit about how you got into mini bikes.
2: Um, uh, I've been doing mini bikes for probably, I don't know, 15 years now. My dad brought one home. We've actually bought two frames on this one over here. This is a Mini Mate, and he brought home a Routman frame, got him at a garage sale, and just kind of took it off from there. i just been hooked. Um, so did
0: you and your dad work on those two bikes or did those two bikes prompt you and your dad to work on these bikes together at first how did that work
2: he, he brought i was probably about i don't know 22 i was on my living on my own he brought them, laid them, set them in front of my garage door and said here build them i got them for five bucks at a garage sale if you don't do anything with them sell them and i was like "Well, oh, that kind of took off <laughs> <laughs> i so growing then- up What did you do? Did you just go out and
0: buy? Did you then just go out and start buying parts for the bikes and that's how you got into it?
2: Yep. I met uh, like Frank Matheson and Brian um, at some of the local shops here, old school mini bikes. Um, He kind of guided me and sold me parts and helped me out. and I'd hang out at his shop for hours. I think I was on his payroll, I swear to God. Um, And It just kind of started from there.
0: How many how many frames do you have up there? It looks like you got about a dozen frames up there, Randy.
2: Four, six, eight, ten. I don't know. It looks like about 12. And
0: uh, tell us that's a little bit about what spread. you have up that's... there. What do you have up there? Tell us what's up there.
2: Um, little Indian. That's a Rotman. A couple more Little Indians. Rotten Spider. Little Indian. This would be a, a first year Rotman single down tube. That's a pretty rarity. Uh, another Rotman. This would be like a G2 250 up, man. This is a Mini Mate. It's my first, first bike. Sure. I'm surprised well, I mean, that,
0: Randy, how come you haven't got started on the Mini Mate yet? It's your uh, first bike.
2: I don't want to sell it. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, okay. That's fair enough. You, you went yeah. through a lot of little Indians. What kind of little Indians did you have there off to the right? What kind of frames were those to the right?
2: Uh, just, just your common, like a 500 models. Um, they're mostly 450s and 500 models.
0: So those oh, yeah. are all in really good shape. No cracks in the frames or what?
2: Some of them need work, work for sure. Um, it's all yes. reweld. Re- some of them been hacked up. Just like this orange one, somebody's rewelded re- the neck on it. I'll cut it off. I'll fix it. Sure,
0: they all have life, right?
2: Exactly. Well, look, start-
0: uh, those are teasers. I see the different <laughs> parts and everything else you have there. Are you hoarding up all the predators? What do you got there?
2: Uh, just a couple predators <laughs> you gotta always gotta stockpile when they're on they're, they're not available all the time so um especially well, i don't I'm, know how it is over your your place but you can't get them here they'll get two or three in stock you got to be there right when they open to get them
0: um, i would think that you would also be a vintage uh, tecumseh maybe briggs Clinton uh, clinton i guy. like
2: briggs i've got quite a few briggs motors they're all tucked away here well, what's working? Uh-huh.
0: all right i see a five horsepower briggs there what else you got over there i try
2: to hide them i try to hide the good stuff <laughs> no
0: this is this is garage tour not what the hell you're hiding <laughs> all right so let's 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 get into the good stuff let's take a look at this was this a uh the green bike up on oh you want to start there okay start there
2: we want to start um your choice this start here or keep going all right. stay
0: there just stay still you're driving me nuts
2: <laughs> john stop moving Uh, <laughs> um, we can start here uh, it's a 68 little Indian that won at the Detroit Auto Ram this year. Um, it's got an NLS tires, the, the double Indian hat tires. I polished the wheels. All the chrome done by. Uh, Let's see it a little bit better. Le-
0: John, do no, something, will you? G- get up there. Get up to the side. <laughs> right. what, do <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their, what do you have there? What do you have there? little. Uh, you've got a, a Briggs on there?
2: Yes. We've got three horse Briggs.
0: Three horse Briggs. You got that tough uh, clutch cover.
2: Mhm.
0: Yeah, nice little bike. Uh, what's the history on that bike?
2: I bought it last year, and man, it was beat up. But it had the it had the four inch mag wheels on it and the caliper on it. I just had to have it. It was the right price. Then a I, I, month or two later, the clutch guard fell on my lap, and I was like, "Okay, we got to restore this bike now." It, it's it's meant to be. Um, Good for
0: you. Nice job there. Um, <laughs> you got a little Springer front end action there. I love the white grips. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good for you. Nice job. Let's go on to the next one, Randy. What else you have?
2: Um, we can talk about the Harrison.
0: Yes. Uh, so for those of you who may not uh, uh, know, Randy's in Michigan, and Harrison's in full-size bikes are extremely popular there. That's a nice example. Walk us around that one, won't you, Randy? Um,
2: Harrison this would be like a, a 400 model so it's got the the bracket for the the gas tank that I'd mount here bobby hammond made this thing, tank for me um 420 cc motor uh 34 millimeter carb i had a stretch four inches um the original uh here are some fenders that are like unattainable
0: yes uh, look at how those wrap around those are almost like half moons that's such a yeah. nice
2: full-size chrome fender
0: Knock your, right. knock your finger on that. Put, put your knuckle on that, will you? There you go. There you go.
2: Those are steel. They're not. Those are not those fiberglass ones. Yeah, These are so, hard to find.
0: Uh, what did you do? Did you do a, a live axle setup there?
2: Uh, yeah, it's a 40 series torque converter. Nice. Jack shaft.
0: Um, okay, got it. Yeah, there you go. So you had jack shaft okay. set up. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
2: He's looking on the other side.
0: Yeah. Flip around if you can. I love the big uh, mini apes there as well. Hey. Um, you know when they you have
2: comfortable them, ride
0: <laughs> Well, then you have to buy like ten feet of uh, throttle cable and brake cable <laughs> and all the other good stuff. but yeah, right. oh, look at that. so you've got a nice torque converter set up there.: Yes. yeah, and those big bikes, don't you prefer those?
2: right I'm, I'm, I'm six one. I know it's something comfortable to ride like, so just...
0: i I guess because the fact that you've got that built predator in there otherwise that would be a pretty close to a custom vintage bike once you take out what came on that thing originally like an eight horse or was it a seven horse what came on five, those things
2: five horse briggs i believe or five you know? yeah right
0: so it, it, you never thought about digging out that five horsepower you got over there and
2: <laughs> not for this bike i've got a few i got a plan for those
0: all right well let's see what's next what else you got randy really nice harrison there congrats
2: uh, I'll show you some of the bikes I'm working on. I'm restoring an Articat climber for a guy, for a guy out in Wisconsin. Um, I polished everything. Everything's been chrome so far. Waiting for powder coat for motor to come back.
0: Very nice. Th- those were the rich kid bikes, you know, Randy, back in the day. Oh, yeah. Don't you remember? You didn't have one when you were a kid, did you? No, no, no. That
2: was before my time.
0: All right. So the, the kids that had one of those that you remember, were they the rich kids?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> no one of my friends had mini bikes growing up. So, like, it's just kind of. Um, my dad, he, he wanted a little
0: Indian. That was always his thing. So now I have- you, you made up for that, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs>
2: right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the Arctic cat, uh, those things came, what did you say? 50 CC engines.
2: They got a, no, this one's got the, uh, Tecumseh
0: HS40 on it. Oh, so you're putting it. Okay. Interesting. This
2: is going to be restored.
0: Yeah. All right. Those are really popular out there in the Midwest and in Michigan area as well. Those Arctic cats, people used to like to ride those in the snow. Right. All right. And uh, are you still wearing those underwear, like those seat covers that you have there? You What else you got, Randy? Uh, oh, there's some real minis. A
2: couple of Routmans. Uh, so that's Jeremy's F-bomb. He's taken down to Autoram a few times.
0: Let's see My the friend. engine on that. Uh,
2: just a Predator motor on it.
0: All right. That's clean.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, any of these bikes fire
2: up? I can't fire him up right now. It's, it's almost midnight. It's almost eleven o'clock here.
0: There's a nice Rutman right there.
2: Uh, this will be a Chrome, Chrome uh, Rutman GT250.
0: Yeah, very nice bike.
2: This is my cruiser, I just forced around on. I just yeah. worked covering it. Right.
0: We got a little motor box next to that.
2: The motor box, I built this thing. I bought it as a roller uh two weeks ago, then took it to Ugly. brought the engine with me, put the thing together and and, and, and couple
0: hours and had it run by the end of the weekend last weekend
2: is it ugly or ugly ugly
0: all right just yeah. second. what else you got there
2: uh, just, just some Chinese stuff just a, the Master Motos.
0: God bless you what else let's let's take a look at some of the other stuff oh there you go let's see that little Indian there right oh
2: that's all the, that's little pimp that's very oh. um, look at, he at that had he had it, uh, at
0: autorama he won he won there
2: too love that down draft
0: pipe that you have on there what do you got what do you have on there motor wise flip it around
2: it's just a 79 cc
0: okay a small predator good idea yeah yeah Mm -hmm. those are those are very good for those small micro bikes in fact they're really the only ones i think rch or rcf yeah their uh their base now affords it to fit a 212 in addition to the initially just the 79 cc yeah you got a little intake a little carb on there um Oh, I like the way you set up the gas tank there with the bracket. Uh, who made the little pimp seat? A little pimp.
2: That would be Bill Moon.
0: Bill Moon, nice job, Bill. <laughs> hey,
2: we talking? About... Okay. We can talk about my RCF it's right
0: here. All right. So you you went you you took a whole different route with the RCF. You went with the
2: I big like wheel the
0: uh, swing arm <laughs> setup. Walk us through that. That's got a lot of attention when I put that photo on the Facebook page. <laughs>
2: Uh, they're eight. So, basically, these, these bikes are designed for a four-inch wheel. These are eight-inch wheels off a pocket bike, front and rear, pocket bike spring arm. Um, I'll have an air ride suspension. I've got the airbag hooked up, wait for some brackets and stuff. Um, it's going to have a few other trick parts. I don't want to give away too much, but...
0: Yeah, nice, uh, nice, nice job there. I love the vision. In fact, I'm surprised, Randy, honestly, with all the smart and custom guys out there, that I haven't seen this style setup before with that bike. Uh, yeah, me neither. Great, great, great idea. Uh, I recently saw a stretched new Honda Monkey. It was a blue one like mine, and there's just something, something about stretching that bike. It adds such a different element because, to your point, you can only put on those little fours. Although I, I thought I did see a couple RCF projects with a bigger than a four-inch wheel. I could be wrong, but I know they definitely didn't have those size. Th- those are off a pocket bike, you said.
2: Or on it, but it's tight. It's yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, let, let's see the other side here.
2: Yeah.
0: There you go. So, what do you got left? To you got a long way to go on this, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's been a year project so far. Just knocking things up, getting things where I want them. And get brackets cut out from a uh, water jet.
0: All right. So, did you just stick that swing arm under there, or do you really got any geometry going on there? You, you just
2: it's a trial and error. It's going to be trial and error and see if I hope it works the first time probably take two or three times. So
0: what has been your biggest challenge so far with that setup with that swing arm?
2: Um, I had a different airbag on here before and it was way too long. I wasn't getting the, the, the throw I wanted. So it was almost quick start over in square one. So new brackets, new plates, and then I'm waiting for those to come in now and see what happens with this new one. Yeah, this airbag, that's... push is in there a lot smaller. Let's just take out the seat.
0: Nice setup. Nice setup so with the airbag. It
2: would grow like that. It would set up almost like level with the ground. Then when I, when I put the air out of the bag, it'd be almost on the ground. I, I love get it.
0: Good. Yeah, I love the creativity there, Randy. Uh, good luck going forward with that. Keep us abreast on what's going on.
2: Uh, I, I contributed to Alan Bryan. He had a dude a, a on the air ride. He's been helping me out a lot. Um, Jim Schuster, he's been helping me out a lot too. He definitely knows how to do that stuff. Uh, he's built hey, a few bikes, bikes is, in there, right? Is there anybody
0: else, Randy, uh, that you may want to uh, give a shout out to?
2: Um, well, Jeremy, he's been helping me out a lot. My buddy, Tyler, um, obviously, John, my cameraman right now. He's been helping me out a lot, bringing stuff over, organizing, puts things together. What about I mean, your so- uh, wife
0: and your, and your daughter?
2: Obviously, them. They're number one. <laughs> where, where are they? <laughs> Introduce us things? to them. Oh, they went inside. They went oh, did the they? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, you they got a great enough.
0: family there, too, Randy. And it sounds oh, like thanks. you got a good buddy there helping out with the camera work. Uh, thanks for being a part of Garage Tours. Is there anything else that we missed that you wanted to show us before we go on to uh, uh, Nick Herbert?
2: You want to see the Rutman Spider? Oh, How hell you? yeah. You saved the best for last. Yes. Um, so it's just a Rutman Spider. I've had the, the, the engine plates all TIG welded, all the way everything's polished. Um, Powder coat by Jeff. Uh, just powder coating down in the row. and so it's uh, candy uh, sour apple
0: with a gold flake on top. Uh, Randy, you prefer powder coating over paint, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yes. Is there any reason why?
2: Durability. <laughs> I ride these things.
0: You, uh, so you just you just found that the typical chips and dings and all that stuff you don't have as much of an issue powder no, coating. No, I
2: don't. I powder coat almost 90% of my bikes.
0: What do you say to the folks that tell you the opposite?
2: Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a few bikes that are I've painted and I've, I've chips and scratches and dings on them. I I don't have to worry about it here.
0: Well, there you have it. <laughs> yeah. How could you not believe for a guy cost. with-
2: Cost, too. It cost me like 200 bucks to get powder coating done where I have to paint. I could have $200 just in the paint itself.
0: So it's efficient for you as well, huh? Yeah, I love that little wheel set up there. Kind of a traditional, nice, nice wheel. Again, you got the little mini apes working. You like the mini apes and you like you know, I, I like your formula. I, I like the brightness. I like the simplicity of it. You got a lot going on and you ride your bikes too. So it's a shame that it's midnight over there. We can't hear one. But maybe the next time we take a visit at Randy Keats Garage, we'll have a chance to hear a little bit. Let's let's say a little bit about these engines before we let you go off there. Let's let's take a peek at those.
2: Uh, this one, this one here, um, basically, John knows more about it than I do, to be honest. I bought pieces and parts for it put together. We basically call it a paperweight.
0: Just a little a garage candy there. Not really so it. Got got you
2: got it. a 19 cubic inch Model 13 flathead that we'll be running here shortly. It's got a 1.5 inch intake valve. We're going to crank them up uh, 400. It's got a 3 inch stroker crank, 2.8 inch bore. The eh, It's pretty much everything you could do to a tiller motor at the end of the day. On the flip side of life, you got a Briggs and Stratton with a Hanson blower kit. We call that the coffee grinder.
0: Love that. Love that. It'll, eat your, John, yeah. it'll either
2: eat it'll either eat your fingers or it'll make power. <laughs> and that'll chuff about 16 PSI of air into a Briggs. This is an open somewhere. So you should get around 30 and 40 horsepower optimistically if they don't go into orbit. So,
0: <laughs> And that, my friend, is how you close the podcast. John, where were you our whole life? Uh, Randy, look, uh, nice, nice, nice work you got going on there. Uh, good effort. Uh, thanks for spending some time with you. I know it's running a little bit late. If you're out and about, like, are you, are you go to studs racing often? Are you out and about in the area? I don't <laughs> all right. So make sure you say hi to all of our friends over there at studs. Won't you?
2: Yes, I will. For sure. And then
0: uh, private mail me or wherever they do PM me your address, and I'll uh, send you a hat and some decals for the shop too. Sounds
2: good. Thank you. Hey, Randy.
0: There you have it, folks. Randy Keats uh, joining us on Garage Tours, brought to you on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast, presented by Pioneer. Uh, Randy's got some cool stuff happening over there. Uh, thanks for everybody uh, for the time. It is the opening night of the NFL. Last time I left, Kansas City was up over Houston. Um, the Lakers won. That's good. They're up three games to one. And thank God it rained, which means the Yankees didn't have to play because they've been disastrous. Unfortunately for those Yankee fans who may be listening, my sympathies with you as well. All right, so our next guy up on the Garage Tour podcast and our finale is a guy whose name is probably a familiar name to many of you who may be listening. Speaking of folks that are listening, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Roland Yobert, my uh, buddy Steve Warner, uh, Mark Ito. Uh, the evil one, uh, Charles Armstrong, Michael Gonzalez, Jr. Um, Ed said 72 inch. Typically when Ed says 72 inches, not talking about mini bikes, Alonzo Wells, uh, Kenny Alexander, my buddy, John DeMessa. He's the one with that sick built Yamaha scooter that took no prisoners on the drag strip at Barona recently. My buddy, Mark wing, uh, Matt Brown, thanks for listening in. Rich Acosta. Uh, Hey, uh, Mini Bike Paul. I think I mentioned Pedro Abara, Ian Cordova, Charlie Fusey, The Red Man, Brad DeMoisi, Dave Ramiro. I don't know, guys. We're trying over here. Thanks for the support. I don't want to keep you all night. We're going to get to our man, Nick, up in Northern California. So while we've been dodging local fires here, Nick's been dodging the El Dorado fires. Nick is a familiar name, as I said earlier, to many of you on the scene. He's a collector. He's a well-known enthusiast. You'll see in a matter of moments what I'm talking about. He's into Bonanzas. Gotta be a great guy if he likes Bonanzas. He had uh, a couple other cool bikes there. I think he had like a a quarter horse, uh, some Savages, and I saw more McCullers in one photo than I had in my whole life. Um, I know that you want to hear from the man himself so I'll shut up and let him talk himself. Nick Herbert, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, man?
3: Not too bad, Joe. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed seeing some of the bikes. Uh, I know Randy um, as well as uh, Bobby are probably familiar names to you, just like you're familiar with them. They got a lot of cool things happening. It's nice oh, to see what everybody else is up to, isn't it?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely, man.
0: Nice. So um, how are you holding up amongst all this? I, I, I occasionally see your posts because you always have some cool things that you're either either showing us or commenting on. Uh, I bought some parts. I think, uh, I was talking to you earlier about it. They may have been some face plates for my West bend. Um, and you were quick and professional in that world. Uh, are you, are you, you're still active in the scene, selling a lot of parts? Are you buying a lot of bikes? Are you kind of in a stall mode? What's the current state up there?
3: Yeah, not as much as I used to. Um, you know, wifey kind of gets on me about it. <laughs> so I can't really do it too much. Uh, but it's lightweight. Um, it's, it's hard to, to not do it. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: How did you get started with mini bikes, Nick?
3: Um, well, I had one like in middle school, uh, I think it was an Azusa and then I had a Bonanza, but I always remember that Bonanza just riding so well, you know, it's the old DC, you know, it's easy, simple, great design and it's big. So it's, it's comfy, you know, you could take some pretty good, uh, pretty good bumps on it and stuff compared to I see all the stuff that I have now. If you go go off a curb, it's going to break in half. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I I sold quite a few of my Bonanzas recently, and I'm sure that like all those good things that you sell, you always wish you hadn't. But there's something about a Bonanza ride. There's just something about that bike. I know that in the big scheme of things, it's Taco and you know some other bikes depending on where you live, but Bonanzas right. continue to be. And obviously, you still see what Evil Ed's up to with all the cool bonanzas. There's Just something cool about those bonanzas. So you've got them. And I saw yeah. a chopper. What was that? Like a CR 400 that you had in that photo? Got the uh,
3: it's the, the um, CR 500, the Hadaka.
0: Oh, cool. So you have, uh, you know, I didn't dig deep uh, to see that Hadaka motor. Cool. So you got you got one of the good yeah. ones there. You've got the CR 500 with the Hadaka. Uh, yeah. let, let's take a peek. Yeah.
3: yeah. Put this around for you. So whereabouts in NorCal are you, Nick? Um, I'm in the San Francisco Bay area, um, about 20 minutes from Oakland. Oh, great. So yeah, I'm out by like Walnut Creek that area. Um, I was born and raised out in Pacifica.
0: So how did so, this come together? Did you get the frame and then start adding parts?
3: No, it actually came as a, uh, as a complete bike. I actually just came back from Doug Co. Gives them a little shout out, uh, Doug Co. Metal finishing. They're out in Oakland. They've been doing burnishing for the last like sixty years, um, seventy nice. years. Nice they job. Did all the yeah, they did all the burnishing for Go Power uh, back in the day, and for Bonanza. So all these have been ran through their machines already, which is pretty, uh, pretty unique. You know, there's some taco stuff there. Uh, Stunning. Yeah, age fifty-eight. Go Power intake. I gotta send that out to Bobby Muha, Do a work for me. Uh, some Go Powers there. Yeah, Very those nice. are
0: tough to find. Those Go Powers, nice.
3: The, the Corettas, they have. If you look, there's two keyways at 135 degrees apart, three quarter axle. So it's uh, those are a gem in themselves with the pin drive. So these are pretty much, but yeah, those, those,
0: try. teddy those uh, teddy bear ears, uh, yeah, you yeah, don't see those, correct. yes. So the tires that you have there, are those uh, OEMs that you just found? Yeah, they're correct.
2: Nice.
3: Uh, no, they were all correct for the bike. I just I took it apart to. I had to make a burnish run, so I was like, "Might as well, you know, just whatever I have aluminum or, or cast aluminum, I'll take out there, and they'll go ahead and burnish it for me." So,
0: so, what are you doing for a pipe on this? You got a chrome exhaust that you're planning on? Yeah, it's, actually, on this?
3: it's all. Yeah, it's all original, man. This bike I had, it was completely- <laughs> I got it from a Bay Area burrito. You might, you might have heard of his name on OMB, uh, uh, you- Don Marsh. Um, I,
0: I haven't, but, um, I guess that's the beauty of this podcast. I would yeah. also be remiss yeah. probably not to, to bring up, uh, the unfortunate loss of Dave Miller. When I look uh, at yeah. this bike, you know,
3: yeah, it's a, it's a bummer, man. Like all these parts are going to be that much harder to get now. And you know, he's a good guy. He's going to be in the community for sure.
0: You know, I heard from his nephew immediately after, uh, Dave had passed and he was very, um, thankful and appreciative of the support and the respect that we always gave Dave on the podcast and at the events, and how much he had appreciated that. And I told him that when things settled down, I'd love to have an opportunity to talk to him and see if there's a way that maybe he'd even think about joining us on the podcast to share some stories. And he seemed yes. up to it. And you know, I just didn't want to be one of those guys, Nick, where I start badgering the poor guy. So uh, when the, when the time's right. I'll make that call and we'll get him on and we'll have an opportunity to revisit and celebrate Dave in a way that he deserves. Uh, I love that bike. And so what's prevented you from, uh, not buying the Corona six pack and just dialing that bike in, like on some given Friday night, are, are, you, are uh, you, just, you got a different pace?
3: No, I just got those parts literally today. <laughs> oh, <bro. laughs> yeah. Like I just started, uh, you can probably tell the, the picture I sent you. These Mac twenties were all in pieces. Uh, you know, so I got the base back on, I got the intakes back on, the exhaust, you know, I just, whatever I didn't have that was shiny, that was aluminum, I, I pretty much took off and, and ran it down there for, for a run.
0: So I just saw a, a cool little West Bend powered bike, and then you just flashed up uh, all those <laughs> cool uh, McCullough's. Well, just make the
3: rounds now, then you could get, get ask what you want. Uh, well, how
0: about this? Why don't you just, let, let's just pretend I walked into the <laughs> shop with a beer and your dog bit me just oh, yeah. start start off tell me what i see up there oh look at that what's the dog's okay. name cash what's up
3: cash yeah so uh this is a dart cycle standard um it's got a ah 58 which is stroked out with the ah 61 crank uh compliments of bobby muha he does great power products work um,
0: yeah i like that setup uh show us the engine mount on that is it is it viewable
3: yeah it's uh it's all, it. it's all stock yeah it's like a just a sure. cast mount I um, actually picked up a cool little it's hard to work around all this stuff all this stuff's out to Chrome and Fresno right now so these will be together soon
2: oh uh, got beautiful
3: sauce back there for it I was pretty excited for picking that thing up um next one is a 1960 go-kart cycle Big Bear Scrambler
0: wow that's a um, really good shape
3: yeah yeah it's a it's a survivor. I got it from uh, Mark Franzen up in Oregon. He's the guy that used to repop all of the Bonanza stuff too from OMB, um, besides Dave Miller, of course.
0: But what yeah. En- um, what engine is in that bike?
3: It's okay. a five port uh, NOS five port 580. Yeah, those are nice Frank bikes. I, I, had,
0: I had a 700 recently uh, done, and I'm dying to try to find a little something to put in there. Uh, just the sound of those things alone. Plus, I see you have the gas tank there as well. Those are tough to get.
3: Oh uh, yeah, the nipple
0: tanks. Yeah. Yes. I um I bought one from man, I haven't he hasn't been on the scene for a long time. I'm almost forgetting his name. Evil Ed, who am I forgetting? <laughs> I'll I'll remember his name. Uh Justin, Justin Eichler. I bought a uh, yeah, I bought up a, a beat up uh West Bend tank that is salvageable and I've been working with that. Uh that's a really nice example. That's a really nice bike, too. What else you have?
3: All right. The next one is a. uh 1964 talking. 99. Yeah. With the, with the 820 uh, West Bend. Frank Moore built that also.
0: Where'd you find that, Nick?
3: Um, out in Modesto. Man. Uh, At yeah, Tom Browning.
0: Yes. <laughs> Tom Browning's a friend of the JMBR. Uh, <laughs> well, that was, how yeah. long have you had that bike?
3: Uh, probably about two years, a little over two yeah. years. It took some prying to get.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, man, that was a hell of a find. And You know, it's yeah. really tough when you're able to get it from somebody else who's in the scene that has it or owns it or knows about it. Oh, so, there's
3: no, there's, yeah, it's, it's hard to find all the parts, though. It's just uh, accumulating like that 12-inch tank is pretty rare. You know, it's, it's very hard to find that. The, the throttle, um, it's everything. McCulloch rims.
0: Hey, if there's anybody out there that's hoarding up any parts, you can see that Nick's a genuine collector <laughs> enthusiast. Throw him a bone. If you got some parts for him, reach out to him. What what do we got there, Nick?
3: It's a '66. Yeah, that's in good also shape. '55, the H, uh, '58. Bobby Muhaw built that as well.
0: Yeah, Bobby Muha is the two-stroke uh, genius. Evil Eds brought him up in the podcast and had some of his engines done there. For yeah, so those of you looking for work, done. he's the best. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're just, looking like you need a few more parts for this one, huh? <laughs> uh,
3: just uh, the seat, really, and then the clutch, jack shaft. Everything else is pretty much the brake, sprockets yeah. all there. Yeah.
0: And uh, do you ever get to that point, Nick, where you know you've exhausted all the traditional Craigslist and social media? And yeah, Facebook? I don't
3: really, I, I don't search as much as I used to. I'll tell you that. It's just kind of like, like I know who has the stuff I want, and I just kind of go that route, you know? Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. Um, um, and finally, yeah. a little uh, frame action there. What's that a two-piece?
3: Yeah, it's a it's a same style bike. It's a 1963 Hot Sauce. That's the yeah. first. Of the the Steen's or taco, you know. It's the. I
0: don't think I've ever seen a Hot Sauce model. Why? Why is it? What's the deal behind Hot Sauce?
3: So pretty much, it's the same frame, but they changed. Uh, you can kind of tell here. I can kind of explain it to you. So you can see there's no gusset coming off. Oh sure. Of, off of the the tube and the top tube. Um, And also the OD of it is a lot thinner. Um, If you go to uh, 64, 65, or 66, they they bump it up to where you have to put a bronze bushing in it. And they also put that gusset in there. Um, Yeah,
0: interesting uh, note there. Uh, Good insight. Uh, We got Taco Bill uh, on the podcast watching. Good to from you
3: oh yeah yeah mills uh he knows what's up with this bike man both of those
0: (laughs) i'd love to have uh, taco bill uh (laughs) on an upcoming episode of garage tours i actually reached out to temecula bob as well uh guys we have such a, a big inventory of folks with great garage collections great personalities if you have someone that you'd like to suggest or if you are someone who'd like to be considered to be on the garage tours, send me an email or E an email, send some photos. Uh, we may not be able to have everybody on. We'll definitely reply back to every request the best that we can. But, uh, and, and you'd be a good example, Nick, if there's some folks that you think going forward would be nice for us to have on. So you've got another little, this looks like a Temecula Bob micro bike.
3: Yeah. You actually turned me on to these when you picked yes. it up in the box that one day, I was like, yep, I got to I just, I dig them, man. You know, so if I ordered one up and he actually got a lot quicker than than you told me. <laughs> That's <laughs> so good I got- to hear. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I, I waited uh, and, and I have Jake Moe, obviously, is the one who put mine together. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine sold to a gentleman who owned a racetrack in Saudi Arabia who fell in love with it while I was uh, in Saudi Arabia last November. Uh, ah, cool. And we put the 79cc engine in there. And only a way that Jake could—he built a custom intake, uh, different carbs setup, F&B pipe, uh, the gas tank. Obviously, Jake Moe style. But you did a really nice job there. I like the red. I like what you did with that.
3: Yeah, I, I built this for the kiddo. He, he got to pick the color and got some little engine. and you got for you. Yeah, color.
0: I love that color. The, uh, yeah. And you know, I love the simplicity too. You didn't go crazy. You got the same stock for the most part, with what a pipe on there.
3: Yeah, just cause the stock one wouldn't fit. So I had to do one of those little headers and wrapped it with heat wrap for the kiddo, you know.
0: What a great little bike for the kiddo. Who's the kiddo? Sure. What's his
3: name? Uh Dylan. He's he's five. All right. Good. Yeah, it's kind of what got hair. me back to the mini bikes. I kind of sold them all and got a car, you know. And then once I had kids, I got back into it and haven't stopped. <laughs> so
0: I remember one time uh seeing a buddy I hadn't seen in a while, D. Revis. And I asked D, say, man, D, you left the scene. He said, no, I just took a little pause.
3: Take a little break. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That, and, that, and that was very well said. I appreciate that. Um, a couple of shout outs to some folks watching Randy Marsh, uh, Joe Woods, uh, Brad Dumoisie. Good to see you guys. Miss a lot of those guys as well. What do we have here? This is a quarter horse, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. So, is that what's the deal with the color on that
3: bike? So, that's all stock. It's uh, I damn fiber plated. I got the pink slip for it. So I'm gonna to try to get this thing registered. And that was one what of my that? goals. Is it copper or stick around yeah, brown? It, what is it? It seems Cop- like it's, a, it's it's like a copper or like a burnt bronze. Yeah, it's uh wow. Yeah, but they came with this color with the with the West Bend 610s or yes. it black with the, the Mac 9. Um, oh
0: man, what an example of uh, vintage collectible right there. Uh, is yeah. there a story behind that bike that you can share, Nick?
3: So um, as far as I know, uh, my buddy Don Marsh out in San Francisco, he got this bike from the original owner in Oroville. Um, and then he sold it to Mark Franzen up in Oregon. And I drove up there, 1,200-mile trip back and did. forth. <laughs> and it, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so <I> want... <laughs> yeah, but,
0: Original black, black, black plate?
3: Yep. Original Black plate. It was only registered for a year, man. But the guy, before he sold it, he drove it for one last time. So, yeah, it's a solid bike. It's got the original Snowflake Jumbo Junior's on it, you know. What's Uh, wrong with it? Anything? No, I just got to put the battery in it. Just finish up the electrical and get it registered.
0: Congratulations. What a nice little bike. Look at that seat. Look at that seat. That's just Uh, awesome, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty unique, man. These things, the the frame is actually the tank, so you just, you lift the seat back here. Oh first.
0: wow! Check that
3: out. Yeah, so it's the first mini bike to have a U.S. patent, believe it or not. Yeah. See, so, so you just you fold it. Oh, up There's there. a little
0: footnote, really. Is it, is it the first? It, but it's yeah, not the patent. only. It was just it was the first.
3: Uh, first, supposedly, yeah. The first patent was making the frame, the tank, or something like that.
0: You can look, look I'm it sorry, up. Sorry, what year
3: did you say that bike was? I apologize. I we- think it's a. Uh, I want to say it's like late '60s. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Yeah. Nice job. Uh, yeah, Microsound in Los Angeles—they're the ones that that built the Quarter Horse. They're they were expensive bikes off uh, back then. I think they still went for about seven hundred bucks.
0: Well, look, uh, man. If push comes to shove, you're up there in Northern California. Like, if, if yeah. times get tough, you can always sell that thing, and that'd be at least you'd be able to pay for like a weeks of your kids' college yeah. education up there.
3: All right, month of mortgage, about
0: it. <laughs> Nick, what else you got? That I almost. I can't see. Again. Oh, yeah. look at this! So that was the yeah. bike that had a little west bend on it, didn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's got a five point seven hundred new old stock from Frank Moore as well. Yeah, uh,
0: Frank Moore is a gentleman that um, I came across yeah. online. He built that seven hundred for me. Uh, what did, what
3: bike is that, Nick? It's a uh, Savage.
0: Okay, that's the Savage that was in the photo. That's look that, at that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of a trip. It has like a little power generator on it that revs off the tire so there's a little swish it clicks over then it'll power up the headlight oh, like a bicycle it. yeah yeah yeah
0: man isn't Pretty that cool. something
3: yeah and the, this is kind of a trip too they have uh try to zoom in here but uh check out the engine plate oh there's oh, actually it slides it there's bushings so oh, it's okay. like insulated kinda. So oh, it's kind of oh look at that yeah it's it's almost, it's just like a harley hardtail you know it's like a old school. I don't know. I, I like the frame a lot. I think it's a pretty cool bike. Pretty unique.
0: <clears> yeah, that's a that was a very cool. It's almost like a little uh, shock absorber for the engine. You know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get, get rid of some of the you know the vibration and stuff like that.
0: Did the headlight come on that bike? Was that like a, a stock item?
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I picked this up from George out in uh, Norwalk. Probably oh. you probably know George.
0: Yes. Is it George Ackerman?
3: Yeah. Or no, George uh, DeBosey.
0: Oh, George DeBosey. My bad. Yeah, Sorry yeah. about that. I got my Georges mixed up.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's easy Nick, to do.
0: Awesome, <laughs> awesome stuff. What what else do you have there that maybe you can uh, share? If you uh,
3: so I got some go-karts. I could, I could share those with you. Um, yeah.
0: Folks, uh, once again, I want to thank you for listening to uh, Nick Herbert. We're finishing up our series on garage tours. We started off in Oklahoma. We dropped in Michigan, and now we're up in Northern California. Uh, For those of you that are spending some time with us, we really appreciate it. And um, at some point we'll have E look at his schedule to give you an idea of when our next podcast for Joe's mini bike reunion will be. We're trying to get back up to at least uh, two a month every other week. Uh, Emmanuel's been busy uh, on a variety of different ways and scales and his real life schedule dictates our podcast schedule kind of in that order. So uh, we'll share that with you. Once again, I want to thank all the sponsors who helped, Keep things going, particularly our friends over at Pioneer. I want to also give a shout out to our friends at Studs Racing, GoPowerSports.com, and USA. These guys are doing pretty well. Uh, I talked to the guys at Studs. Uh, we talked to Randy, uh, and Randy's at Studs almost daily. So there's a lot of stuff going on. People are buying a lot of parts. Uh, it makes sense. Uh, it's affordable. It's fun. And if you need some help, just uh, reach out, because there's a lot of good folks in this hobby It'll be anxious to give you a little bit of a maybe that bump or kickstart that you need. Speaking of bumps and go-karts, Nick, what do you have in front of us here?
3: All right, it's a Hartman Blue Streak. Got a K88 rebuilt by Terry Ives on it. Wow. No, I'm I'm
0: new to this. Give me a little (laughs) bit of a sense of what we're looking at here. What year?
3: Uh, I'd say this is like a 78, I believe. So it's a later Sidewinder style cart. And where do these things ride? Pavement? Yeah, there's go kart tracks. You know, there's a couple down by your way, like there's Baker, uh, Bakersfield has one. Got it. Um, yeah. How fast people... are these bikes? This Are these carts? Yeah. Uh, this motor could probably hit it, probably like 50, 60.
0: That's crazy on uh, that right? small yeah. setup.
3: <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's people that put two, like, two B bombs on it that are like 40 horse a piece that just yeah. isn't. In- and then, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're uh, in
0: 250 shifter cart territory, and that's set up. There's a the, clean little vintage cart. What's this?
3: Yeah, it's a little dart cart. Uh, I, I bought this for the for the kiddo. Um, pretty, pretty nice little cart. Those typically rim- would have rim- like one.
0: a five horse, wouldn't they?
3: Um, these would come with like early McCullochs so or early West Bend, but if oh, I so got, they would
0: come with two yeah, strokes. Okay.
3: Yeah, I got a three horse Briggs. So Slap on it for him, though, to get him started, you know. Um, don't want him to crash too hard. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, pretty
0: decent-sized shop there. Is this, is this, like, an addition to your house? Is this your garage? What is this? Yeah, it's a
3: it's a detached garage. It's nice. a four-car. Or Yeah, four-car detached. Um, and there's a little bug. It's a 65 Bug Scorpion.
0: Those were West Bend-powered, weren't they?
3: Uh, West Bend or McCulloch. Yeah, this yeah. one has the, the McCulloch. 100 on it
0: oh there's uh, a nice engine
3: very yeah. also yeah it's all done up and then this is a 1963 Coretta um, pretty unique cart. it's all aluminum framed these are the ones that I was talking about with the, earlier with the pin drives where they take the oh, special
0: wow. yeah.
3: axles and, and all that stuff um, then Nick, the last did,
0: I- how long have you had those uh, carts uh, have you been into collecting carts as long as you have been into- uh,
3: many bikes are longer Got it. I've probably been in for about three years. Um, What's
0: the cost of admission for somebody that's wanting to get into the cart scene, like like a roller, for example, or maybe something like what we're looking at now? Is it a few thousand dollars? Is it a lot more? Is it a lot
3: um, this Without a motor, I paid fifteen hundred bucks for it, so I got a pretty good deal on it. Um, okay, 1963 Hovey Hawk, it's got a Mac 30 on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could just go on Craigslist or anything you know, like facebook marketplace and it doesn't take a vintage cart to have fun you know you could find one that's like a like one for a track or a yard cart one with big tires on it if you go in the dirt those are preferably they're funner you know um, yeah
0: i know i like the the, the fact that yeah. it's a different side it's the go-kart side we talked we covered everything yeah, today folks, yeah. from that's... scooters to uh quads to uh you know what appears to be a really interesting go kart world. I'd like to see that uh, Hadaka uh, CR five hundred when you get that thing finally bolted up. Nick, is oh, there anything yeah. else maybe that you've got that you want to share with us before we wind down here?
3: Um, oh, I got this uh, this one bike I didn't show you. It's also the same thing. I had some stuff apart to because it was getting burnished, um, but it's a original Survivor Taco ninety nine.
0: Look at that. Where
3: original did you find Pant- that? Uh, same guy, Don, up in San Francisco, or down in San Francisco. It's got the wrong, uh, not the original bars, but. Good for you. You know, man. Yeah. It's, it's got this Manhattan Beach sticker on it from the dealership, which is pretty, pretty cool. You know.
0: Oh, look at that. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Um, I had a Bardol decal right on the clutch cover for the Bonanza 400 that I found that I just loved.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's stuff like that that's. Yeah, you know, it makes it that much cooler. Well,
0: especially yeah. when the companies are are no longer, you know?
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, there's, um, uh, again, there's a, a lot of folks that hopefully we'll be having on the show that are upcoming. Hopefully they'll be as uh, interesting and have a collection as cool as yours, Nick. Uh, folks, we've been listening to Nick Herbert. He's been walking around his uh, garage up there in Northern California. We saw some really cool bikes had a chance to get uh, to know Nick a little bit better. Nick, thanks for the time you spend spending on the podcast. Uh, good luck finishing up some of those projects and um, continue to have fun with your son, keeping him involved in the sport as well. you got some cool little bikes for him and cool go-karts. He seems like he's going to be on his way as well. And that's what it's all about.
3: Yeah, man. And thank you for everything that you do. You know, trying to trying to keep this hobby alive. You know, it all, it all helps, you know, same as Randy and, all those guys, you know, Go-Kart USA is, you know, it's about 20 minutes from me up in Venetia. So it's it's cool that they're still around, still kicking.
0: Good uh, guys. They've been supporters of the podcast for a long time. And I like my man Emron and Al up there. Uh, I think Mario's up there making some things happen. So drop in there and tell them that uh you want your Joe's Mini Bike reunion discount and they'll charge you 20% more.
3: I know, right? <laughs> I was waiting Nick for that.
0: Up there from Northern California, concluding the podcast. Oh, that was a good show, everybody. Uh, I want to thank, again, all of our sponsors. I want to thank everybody who's had the opportunity to listen in. Shout out to my man, Calman Carisi. Uh, E, how's your schedule look? Had a chance to look at it? If not, I'll stall for a second or two. Uh, Yeah, well, good. So typically, we'll let you guys know. Once again, all of our guests, on the podcast tonight, we'll receive a Joe's Mini Bike Reunion See You in 2021 black camo hat. If you guys feel like that's something you like to have in your collection, they're 30 bucks shipped in the U.S. Shameless self-promotion. If uh, there's somebody else that may be into mini bikes that uh, may not know about us, maybe you guys can also turn on a friend to the podcast. That's about it. We'll uh, look towards having a podcast maybe in the next couple of weeks. We'll see if we can get another one out this month, September. Uh, For those of you who have been uh, living in a different planet, unfortunately, the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion for 2020 or 2020 is not happening like everything else. We are anxiously looking forward to 2021 and all that pent-up excitement that I've got ready to build it up. It's going to be awesome, and you're going to be a big part of it. I'm Joe Cibergatti. I want to thank everybody for being a part of the podcast. Have a great rest of your weekend. I'm still screwed up on days. Today, it felt like Friday because we started with having Monday off some of us. So all I know is tomorrow's Friday, wherever the hell you are. Enjoy it. have a great weekend. Uh, Evil Ed, if you're out there, I'd like to see you maybe at some point. We'll finish up the bike. Uh, Shout out to my man, John Barkley. Love you, John. John's up there in Oregon. Want to check out Drag Racing History? Check out John Barkley online. He's the main man behind D1. He's Emmanuel Munda. I'm Joseph Bergandio, and you're not. We'll see you on the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast presented by Pioneer. See you next time, everybody.
2: show